Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining all of us on the Be All Inclusive podcast. Today's episode, we will be talking about destination wedding disasters. James will have two to share, and unfortunately, Taylor has her own personal one to share about her wedding, which is taking place next week. We are also playing a fun game of two truths and a lie, so please stay tuned to find out what we're telling the truth about and what we're lying about. But it's always sunny down in Mexico. The sun gets high when I get low. The only way to get there is to let yourself go. Good times are made in Mexico. Hello and welcome to the Be All Inclusive podcast. I'm your host, Laurie Bergley, and I am joined by my two favorite colleagues, James Bergley of Be All Inclusive and Taylor Mark of Five Five Travel. As you can see, guys, we are not all in the same room this time, boo! We have a super fun episode for you guys today. Um, we are going to talk all things destination wedding as usual, but instead we're going to talk today, instead of all of the good, wonderful things, we are going to talk about what happens when things go wrong. That's right. Destination wedding disaster. Nothing goes wrong. Nothing goes wrong in a way. Oh. No? <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> I kind of sounded like the real world intro. It was, remember that from MTV back in the day? It was like, what happens when people stop being polite stop and getting start getting real? real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss that show. I know. What's a good one? Does that hate us though? Because is that even a thing? Do you like do people do kids nowadays? Do you like twenty year olds nowadays know what real world real world? Or like, I would say probably not. It. But like our brides, I feel like a lot of them are you know my age. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, they know what's up. Don't want to date ourselves too much. <laughs> Well, before we get started talking about some of the disasters, we want to do a, a quick little icebreaker. Today, oh, we're going to start with two truths and one lie. James? All right. Two truths and a lie. I'm an avid trumpet player. I once had a job that I painted in the White House. I was like a painter. And I have been yelled at by Tiger Woods. All right, Taylor, go ahead. Okay, I grew up playing basketball. I, um, let's see, I hate tequila, and I have never been to Europe. Okay, so my three are, I play the piano. I used to teach at the college level. And um, I once met Paris Hilton. Those are my three. If you're watching this, you're probably like, why are you going to tell me about the bad things? I don't want to hear about the bad things. So I want to do a quick disclaimer. What we're about to tell you happens less than 1% of the time. Most times everything goes off without a hitch. Everything is fine. But every so often things happen and, you know, out of our control, but we want to tell you this so we can assure all of you that at this point, Team BAI has kind of been there, done that, seen a lot, hands a lot. And so you can absolutely trust that when challenges arrive, we know how to roll with the punches. So we just want to assure you that you're in good hands with us. With the amount of weddings that we've done, though, you know, we we've really, you know, we've really seen a lot and we've seen it all. Oh, yeah. You know, um, you know, we've seen, you know, we've seen guests kicked out of weddings, um, you know, kicked out of her. What? No, no way. I don't believe that. 
we've seen guests kicked out of weddings not only you know i mean that it, not in not, not in the traditional sense where hey you're not my wedding anymore although let me tell you as a photographer i was in a lot of scenes with a bride and bridesmaids getting ready beforehand and i've experienced some drama um where like you know a bride going off at the bridesmaids on wedding day because the bride's so stressed and it's just like all right i want to be a fly and i want to just meld in with the wall and like get out of this scene that, that this scenario because it's so awkward um but I, i've seen that i've we've we've had situations where guests uh you know resorts have called me up and said hey this guest um is is has been out of hand and we have to remove him from the resort um so taylor i let you touch base on that uh maybe if you choose to later um but um uh and then you know but i'd say you know one of the bigger things that we had um you know, we had, I forget what year it was, but we had a situation where I think it was 2021. I think it was post It was definitely post COVID because it, this was the issue. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it was like spring of 2021, maybe April or, you know, May of 2021. And we had a destination wedding group um, where I was contacted by the hotel, uh, maybe about March. Let's say the wedding was maybe May um, and, the, and I was contacted in March, so two months before it. Um, I was contacted by the hotel. By this time, we had already had the hotel, uh, all the guests in their, you know, that made their reservations. They paid in full. They're under full penalty, which means, you know, that the, they can't get money back. They you know, they can't cancel unless they had insurance. They're ready to go. Countdown has begun. Good to go, <laughs> right? I'm doing the finalization. I'm getting the flight information. We're good to go, right? And they're right. So we're, we're kind of on autopilot at that point. It's like, you know, just closing up the group and getting things ready. And... I get a call from the hotel and the hotel um, has informed me that they are actually going to be, um, they had a better offer, shall we say. I won't name the hotel, I won't call out them and all that, but they had a better offer. Their better offer consisted of a Hollywood production company coming and buying out the entire property for the top of the entire month, actually, I think it was. And so they were to shoot a movie. Yeah. To shoot. Well, uh, some, I think it was a reality TV um, show. Um, oh. So, uh, um, well, I think it was one of these dating, dating, well, dating, uh, shows, uh, where they go into one of those, one of those. I don't know. I can't keep up with all the <laughs> dating shows. Y'all. Um, but uh, if you've ever watched them, they, yeah, that's, that's a whole other conversation. I won't go there. Uh, but I, so they had a better offer. The production company wanted to come in and this was right after COVID where really the hotels were still struggling and you were in, in you know, May of 2021. So people still were kind of hesitant about traveling and, um, you know, the hotel had, had was struggling and they didn't have their hotel full. And this was a, a, a offer for them to, to take the entire month at a hundred percent occupancy because the, the production company is going to buy them out. And there is a clause yeah. in every contract, every group contract, you know, the, the hotel does have an out, you know, they, they can get out of it. They, you know, obviously have to give you money back, but they can get out of it. And that's what they did. They pulled the, the clause and they said, Hey, we're, you know, we got a better offer. We're going to have to move all groups and all reservations. And, uh, you know, we're really sorry. And we'll, we'll try to work with you, but, uh, that's the, the situation. Can you imagine how I felt? So that's definitely the 1%, like. That like never happens, and I feel like if it does, it happens way before. Like, 
like over a year before you know about it. Not that quickly. Right, right. This is just such a rarity. This never happens. You know, um, okay. this is, uh, you know, and, and it's never happening. I mean, how many weddings have we handled prior to this? And it's never happened. Uh, but the hotel from a business standpoint was in such a spot where they really needed help. Um, you know, so I understand it from their, their standpoint, you know, getting a hundred percent occupancy for a whole month, um, you know, compared to them being at like 20% occupancy from, by having their group there for three days that month, right. uh, you know, it, you know, I understand the business side of things, but my couple was, was obviously quite upset. Um, our guests were all quite upset and, and, you know, they don't understand from their point. I, I, I get it. You know, I, I get it. I'd be very angry if I were in that spot. Um, luckily, you know, what we did there, we, you know, we immediately took action and, you know, working with our suppliers, um, you know, the, our third party, you know, uh, company, the tour operator that we booked them through, uh, working with the hotel directly, uh, we got in and we started looking at alternatives. Um, now from my side, just so you all know, I didn't let the couple know until I had reached out to alternatives because I didn't want to come to the couple and say, Hey, guess what? Your wedding canceled. Good yeah. luck. That's not that's not a, a, a the right way to handle things. So uh, as soon as I found out, I went ahead and reached out to other hotels in the area. Figured out okay, well, who else has availability? What can we do? Um, you know, where where can we go? And once I realized okay, there there's some other options out there. You know, I don't know what the couple's going to want, but I wanted to come to them with options. Yes. And so we came to them and said, hey, this is a situation. It really sucks, and I'm so sorry. Um, unfortunately, you know, this isn't my decision. It's the hotel's decision. Um, but here's what we have. We have some other options for you. Um, and you know, we, we, we reached, you know, we looked at those hotels. We then, um, the hotel that we ended up switching to, uh, they wanted higher rates, you know, because we were booked with, uh, the, the, ho the hotel we booked, we booked, you know, a year ago, you know, or whatever. I don't during know when COVID, we booked it. We probably, probably. booked it. <laughs> Maybe even before COVID, right? Yeah. Right. So during drop, drop, buy of rates, right? And so, and the other, the other hotel, they wanted more money. It was a more expensive hotel in general. It was a, it was a nicer hotel. Uh, interestingly enough, the couple got moved to a nicer property. Oh, um, thank God. You know, it was a nicer hotel. They wanted more money, and we then worked with the hotel that moved them and said, "Hey, I need you all to step up to the plate here because." Yeah, y'all are getting 100 percent occupancy for a month. Meanwhile, you're kicking my group out. I need you to give some money over to the other motel to to help relocate them and help cover this difference in cost. And you know what? Between the three of us, we were you know the door four of us, a tour operator, two hotels, and myself, we were able to get it negotiated and get it figured out so that their guests didn't have to pay any more. Um, you know, the room categories were switched over into the the most similar room category that they had booked at the original room uh, hotel. And we got everything switched over and uh, and done and completed. And, you know, the wedding went off and they got a better resort out of it. So, you know, long story, it was something that was like worst case scenario that the bride and groom were like, oh, my God, this is the end of the world. Um, but we were able to step up and get it taken care of for them. And, you know, it all ended up going, going really great. Now, I think one hotel company lost a customer for life, probably. Um, the other hotel company may have gave the customer for life. So some of you may not remember this, but this was back in the summer of 2019 when I don't exactly know how it started, but the U.S. media started running with this story that um, hotels in the Dominican Republic were serving Americans tainted alcohol. And all of these Americans were like dropping like flies. They weren't. 
They were not serving us tainted alcohol. Not, this was basically completely fabricated, but it caused a tremendous amount of fear within um, our clients or the industry overall really struggled. Poor Dominican Republic lost so much business because of this. But, you know, some of our clients were scared and, it, you know, it it comes down to people have this mentality of better safe than sorry, right? And so um, James had, James and I had a bride and groom getting married at um, Hard Rock Punta Cana. I think it was July or August. I think it was August. And um, some of their friends and relatives were nervous to go because they were like, I don't want to go to the DR. All I'm hearing about is, you know, all the DR stuff in the news with the bad alcohol and whatnot. And again, it came back to this better safe than sorry. Can we go somewhere else? And so if you want to take it, James. You know, we've been in this industry a long time. So we we know that the media is regularly, um, I don't know if it's a slow news cycle or the fight, combination <laughs> of the slow news cycle. It's a combination of the media just they operate in fear um and and you know if it bleeds it leads right like that's that's their phrase right so um they want to instill fear in people yeah um and it's really easy to instill fear in people when it comes to traveling i'd hate to think about all the you know can you imagine if we just reverse things for one second and let's say yes. you were in mexico and you wanted to travel to the, the u.s or you're in france and you wanted to travel to the u.s or you're anywhere and you want to travel to the u.s can you imagine? I think there's an article recently about this. We should put it up and then and, and share it with everybody. But the amount of warnings there are about traveling to the U.S. because of the uh, the mass shootings that we have here, the school shootings, everything else. Like nobody wants to come here. If you think about how much crime there is here, yet we all live here. It's no problem. They don't put that out there in the way in other countries the way that they put it out there about the Caribbean countries for us. You know what I mean? Like it is right. such a, like a reverse Caribbean. thing. It's just insane to me. Right. It is. It really is. And it's a shame really, because it's it sad. really, you know, it, it takes away a lot of business from these, these, uh, you know, these areas and these communities, which rely on tourism. So the, the you know, it's, it, before we had the Dominican, it was, it was Zika. And before that it was Mexico crime or that it was, you know, oh, somebody or something happened at a resort in the Dominican or Jamaica, whatever. It's always something because the media latches on to these stories and they freaking go. They don't and like they go. do not let them drop. No. Okay. And then what happens is, you know, AP picks it up or Reuters picks it up, you know, Associated Press or Reuters or something, and they throw it on their mass channel, you know, uh, distribution channel. And every now, now it's in every single newspaper across the country, right? Because it's all the same. They all come from AP. They all come from Reuters. They all come from whatever, um, you know, that news distribution service there is. Um, and, you know, so what happened with that, that time of year, it was the latest, the latest thing was, oh, the Dominican, you know, Americans are dying in the Dominican. Um, and somehow it's, it's alcohol. They, they said, oh, it's tainted alcohol from the mini bars <laughs> that was the story that they were running with with no real evidence a lot of these resorts also have people from all over the world and it was funny because no one in europe was running with this story no one in south america was running with this story it was like they were just targeting no. americans no they were the alcohol was specially designed to to tell if you were american or not and if you were American, oh. then it kills you. Oh, the, the alcohol knew. The tainted alcohol knew. Wow, it's crazy. 
people fall for this because you're leaving the country, you're traveling out of the country, you're already nervous about X, Y, Z. And then again, it's that better safe wow. than sorry mentality. And then so if you want to talk specifically about the group. Well, what, what happened though before that was, was again, there was, there were some incidents. I think there were, there were some incidents at some resorts because again, things happen while people travel, crime still happens, you know, that type of stuff. Um, and I, there was, and, and it got to the point where, um, the news media run with it so far that they escalated it, you know, it got to the attention of the, you know, the, the government and the FBI was sent in. The FBI, US FBI was sent in to investigate and help investigate these situations. Uh, I think one was literally a car accident. Uh, you know, Americans died in a car accident. They blamed it on tainted alcohol. Um, it turned out, I think these people were high on drugs. Oh, um, yeah. during the car accident, but whatever, that doesn't matter. But anyway, the FBI went in and investigated and found there was Nothing. no evidence of tainted alcohol no or anything like. like this. Um, and you know, but that, the, the result doesn't get published. It's just the story. The FBI is going to investigate American deaths in the Dominican Republic. Again, you know, um, so while the media is running with this, yeah. Everybody that's getting married in the Dominican Republic is freaking out. Now, our bride in this situation was totally cool. No worries. She was like, I travel. I know what the deal is. I know oh, all this stuff. Wow. Like, it, it, it is. Bride was totally cool. Yeah. Wasn't the bride that there was the, was the issue. The bride's father has was so, uh, you know, uh, so upset by these stories that he refused to go to her wedding. Oh, my God. And we are literally two weeks out. No. Yeah, you serious? Out. No. And so the bride's father, because of the U.S. media, is now has scared him to death. Oh, my God. Um, that he's certainly going to die if he goes to the Dominican Republic. Um, that we have to now change the wedding location. Um, we have to find a hotel in Mexico um, and and move all the guest reservations. because And this is a group of, I think it's like 40, 50 rooms. So screw their flights that they have to change that they probably had to pay money for. Right. Oh, I'd right. be so and pissed. So, but you know what? You know what? We got it together and we did we did it. We did it. We found another resort, same company. We moved it over, etc. Uh the company that, you know, and the company that was, you know, was involved there, um, you know, they literally pulled all their mini bars from every single room oh, in response God. to this. Hey, you know what? No, this is a problem. Okay, we're pulling them. They're gone. Good. Good no for mini them. bars, no alcohol, no problem, right? Yep. Um, so you know, was those type of situation we got done um was it needed no i don't think so but it doesn't matter because it was needed in the mind of our customer yep. um you know and and we got it done um you know i thought it was a little interesting because you know i probably a year prior to that i was dealing with people that were they were running the crime in mexico story which usually the crime in mexico stories are oh there's crime crime rampant in mexico and um and people don't realize it yeah all the stories that they're referencing are literally at the border, which are literally thousands of miles away. Closer to the United States, by the way. Well, I usually reverse that and we say, well, yeah, you know, I had a Mexican couple I'm trying to help and they wanted to come to the U.S. They wanted to go to Disney World, but they decided to cancel their trip because there was a mass shooting in Las Vegas. Love it. That's a great one to use. So it, it, it's just a, it's a perspective thing. People don't realize, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make any sense to change your trip to Cancun because there was a shooting at the border thousands of miles away. So, you know, you run into these things, but it, it, I thought it was funny while we're doing the Dominican thing. 
because usually, uh, you know, six months before I was dealing with situations where people were leaving Mexico and going to the Dominican yes. because of crime. <laughs> where actually, look at the crime statistics on a per capita basis, the Dominican is much more, you know, per capita, much more risky than going to Mexico because Mexico is a huge country and there's a ton more people in it. But again, it's not about logic, it's about emotion. Yes. Uh, and this is one of those things where, you know, people can be so wrapped up in the emotion of the story because the media tells them what to think. And then they change their entire plans off of it. It's not our job as agents to determine that for them, uh, what they can and can't be fearful of. We can have our own thoughts on that, but we have to react to it. And, you know, if the client comes to us and that, you know, and says, Hey, I'm not comfortable going to the Dominican Republic. We need to say and go fight for them on their behalf and say, Hey, hotel, I know, you know, we're contracted with you guys. And yeah, if you want to hold your contract, you know, we'll, we have to do what we can, but I'm here to ask for an exception because this is the, the perception of how things are being presented to us in the U S right now is that the Dominican is not safe and our clients don't feel safe there. So they want to go and change to a different hotel, maybe within your same company, you know, we want to change to a different hotel. Is that possible? And you know, the hotels, they can be understanding of the situation. I mean, as much as we all talk about it, we know the reality of it because we're there all the time. You know, most people don't have the privilege of being in these destinations every month, but we are. And, you know, so we know the reality of it on the ground is not really what the media portrays. Um, but our reality, the reality that doesn't really matter at that point when it's about the, you know, how the guest feels. If the guest feels unsafe, we need to move them. Let's try and do everything we can to move them. The groom's dad was, you know, he called it like a Herculean effort that we did to move this entire yeah, group within two to three weeks and two weeks or three weeks, including, you know, flights, new flight info, setting up transfers, all of that. And it was just, it was, it was, it was a tremendous amount of work, but of course you do what you have to do. But that one ended up being, you know, the situation disaster, not because of something that, you know, the resort did, but like you said, it was just something that was based on emotion. And, it, you know, if, if that's how it is and, and you're uncomfortable going here because of X, Y, Z reason, and we, we have the ability to help and, and, and step in and move it, by all means, we'll do what we have to do. But this is the last podcast that Taylor Marks is going to be Taylor Marks. <laughs> what's, what's your new last name? Taylor again? Path It. Path It. <laughs> So Taylor gets married. This time next week, Taylor will already be yes, married. You cannot wait. We're going to go. <laughs> you kind of had uh, your own little destination wedding disaster if you want to go into that. Yes. So this kind of like almost goes hand in hand with what James and yourself dealt with with the buyout almost in a way, like completely different reason. Um, but it was just one of those things that even for myself reiterated why you know, back when I was a previous bride, why I used a travel agent, why you don't do things direct because at the end of the day, sorry, I just have to say at the end of the day, if I had booked my wedding direct, I would not be where I am today. So to kind of explain this, um, so I was supposed to get married at a beautiful resort and um, in Mexico, of course, because Mexico is the best. Uh, I'm just kidding. I love Dominican and Jamaica. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> My friends just really <laughs> love Mexico. Um, so anyways. Yeah, I'm made in Mexico. Yeah, that's, this is very true. Very true. Um, and so about, what was it, James? Probably like five, six weeks before um, oh. 
I'm just on Facebook, minding my own business one morning, and I see something about a fire happening at my resort. And at first, when I saw like pictures and I was just like reading about it, I was like, oh, we're fine. Like, there is no reason that this is going to cause like, like cancel my wedding. Like, it wasn't like a, even it, a building didn't burn down, like nothing. It was like a fire in like an employee cellar. But unfortunately, this is in America and they don't have like the, the state and, you know, regulations that we have when you make a building. So like there weren't even sprinklers that went off. So there was a lot of smoke damage. So... All this to say, I find this out, I want to say like Saturday morning. And at this point, I'm like, whatever. Sunday comes around, I'm starting to get a little like, okay, wait, the more I'm reading, I'm getting a little nervous. And then James had to be the one to give me a little phone call. And and he's like, okay, I don't want to freak you out. But I'm just letting you know there is potential that they could decide to be closed for an extended period of time. And I just want you to be prepared. So... That Monday, I already got a phone call like, yep, they're close. Wedding's supposed to be May 12th. They're closed until June 1st. And I'm like, okay, great that I work in this industry. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like a lot of emotions with this. Now, right away, I'm finding out that there are these poor brides who had booked direct at the resort. The resort's options were you either reschedule your wedding to a date when we're open or you take your money. They were not about to help you get yeah, to move your room block and your wedding. They're not going to help you no. send the business to somewhere else. Like no. that's not that's not your job. They don't care about you. Nope. They want their they want you to their wedding there, and that's it. That's what I understand from Absolutely. a business standpoint. Like can't be mad at them. They like send me all these dates of like potentials, and I'm like, yeah, realize my guests have flights already, correct? And I'm like, and I'm moving to Chicago. Yeah. I'm like, there's so much going on. I'm like. <laughs> There's no chance we're having this wedding in May. Nobody's travel dates are changing. So Monday morning comes around. Um, I know people probably hear us throughout the word tour operator, but I'm on the phone with my tour operator by 9 a.m. that morning. And they're like, we got this. Here's the options we're going to look at. And basically, we're like, it's going to be okay. I'm like, all right. So at this point, my first concern is not the wedding. At this point, my number one concern is my guests. So I'm like, okay, all I care about is moving that 35-room room block to a new resort now guys occupancy right now is pretty freaking high like everybody and their mother and brother are traveling so we were finding some resorts that like had like okay yes you can have your wedding there but nope not enough occupancy or hey we have like just enough occupancy but it's gonna be triple the price and i'm just like oh my god we use the term tour operator and it was yes. an industry industry term right so our clients may not understand that understand what that means but you know generally we work with tour operators uh we use and shout out to apple leisure group algv uh, who we use all the time uh because they were the ones that were involved in your wedding and getting them uh getting your group moved they were yep. the ones that were involved in the wedding that uh the the production company blown out as well uh, you know, we're not exclusively with them, but they're that this is this is why we use them is because, you know, they have a during travel assistance team that's available 24 seven because we can't be available 24 seven. So it's a service to our clients. But it's also, you know, they, they have a lot more leverage because they deal with so many. I mean, we deal with a lot of weddings as well, but they deal with even more. So we have more leverage and it's all about helping the client with that leverage. And, you know, like you said, the people that book direct, they're on your own. Uh, and the people with uh, with an agent and we, you know, we're going through a tour operator. We've got resources to help in these situations. So I just want to shout out to them. Yeah. We can absolutely mention the hotel as well. 
Okay, perfect. Well, actually, I even earlier when you, because you had kind of like dropped in like tour operator, I was like, we need to tell our lovely couples yeah. what the tour operator is. So you just explained that perfectly. A lot of times when I'm talking to my couples, I'm like, it's basically they're the middleman who fights for us. Like they are fighting for, they don't care like where you need to be. Like they care about you and that's what it comes down to. So um, no. beyond thankful. Uh, and even just to say like I had, a very high-end person at that company emailing me from vacation being like, we will make sure you're taken care of. And as well as at the same time, as you can imagine, they weren't just dealing with me. They were dealing with other brides at this resort as well. So, which by the way, thank God they only did one wedding a day. I think that that's like one lifesaver. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine? I think that. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, um, that morning when I talked to, uh, my amazing connection, uh, what do you, how do you say it to your guest? Apple leisure group? At ALG. I do it okay. ALG. But... Okay. Thank God. Cause I was like, uh, okay. So at ALG, she's like, I already am in my head thinking TRS coral, which keep in mind was about five minutes away from my original spot. And I'm like, okay, I don't like at this point, like this is a newer resort. I did find out that Love is Blind was filmed there, as James was talking about buyouts oh. earlier. Um, and uh, it was very funny. That was one of the first things Will said. And when I was sending my fiance all these options, he just was like, oh, TRS Coral. Like, it just seemed to kind of like a little bit of the vibe of what we were like going for. So this was probably like a like over, it was definitely over a week long process of like, okay, they are telling us that. First, we have to find out, do they have enough inventory? And then it was, are they willing to give us the same rates that you had? Our rates were so good from the other resort because, you know, we did it a little less than a year out. Rates were good then. So at this point, I'm like, all the other resorts are saying, you're going to have to pay more. And I'm like, I'm not asking my guests to pay more. Then I start calculating. I'm like, okay, well, if I put $100 towards this room, I was like, that's what, $3,500. I'm like going through all these emotions of like what I can do. And... TRS Coral of Palladium Group was like, we will honor your rates. We have 35 rooms. You guys are good to go. And that they made it happen. Now, it was absolutely amazing. I was in complete shock about it all. And um, the next thing was, okay, we have a place to stay, but now what about a wedding? And I at first reached out and I wedding was supposed to be Friday, May 12th. And they're like, nope, we don't have anything available. And I'm like, okay, well, it is what it is. So I start looking at offsite locations, which is a great option as well. But with such a short period of time, I was like, oh, the logistics, I just don't want to deal with this right now. And um, I had even asked about May 11th and was told no as well. And then one of the wedding coordinators just randomly emailed me as I'm going through all these emotions of figuring this out. And she's like, I can do May 11th. She calls me. She's like, I can do May 11th, 4 p.m. And I was like, I love you, but 4 p.m. is not going to work because so many people are flying in on Thursday. And she's like, what if we do six? I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I was like, I don't even care what locations you have. Like, I'm very much of a, I am not getting married on the beach. But I was like, if I have to get married on the beach, I don't care. Whatever you have, I will take. It all ends up working out where I have a 6 p.m. ceremony, which keep in mind, a week before I had emailed my coordinator at my old resort saying, hey, I think I'm going to do 6 p.m. instead of 5.30. So I got my 6 p.m. slot. I have a beautiful beach deck overlooking the beach, but not on the beach. And this amazing like pool deck situation. And it's just all working out. And it has just been, I literally, like I was talking, I was in contact with another bride who booked direct and she had over a hundred people and they were like, there's nothing we can do. And it was so heartbreaking. So 
it was definitely a, a crazy emotions, but made me so like feel so blessed and thankful for a what I do and b like realizing that like okay, this is why people should book with us and all the other other amazing people out there. So much of it about is, is mindset, you know, and 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 just you know knowing hey th this isn't the ideal situation you know and and it's not if it, maybe it's not what i wanted you know but it, it's what i got you yes. know and situation that's here we just have to deal with and so you know and you go into it with the right mindset and you know and, and trying to make the best of things and it you know it's gonna happen you know yep. and it, it's up to you you could have you could have just as easily said hey you know what we're gonna we're gonna postpone it or we're gonna cancel we're gonna move it to the fall uh -huh. or something like that you know and ultimately you got to do what's best for you and your yeah. you, and the decision that you you know you make but you know just going into it with with a mindset of like hey um you know i'm flexible it is what it is like let's how do we solve the problem instead of just complaining about you know the problem and, and yeah. it's like well think about these type of things you know when they're when they're planning their wedding they just think everything's going to go smoothly and most of the time it does 99 percent right. of the time it does but right things can happen you know places can catch on fire you know um you know they can get a bug out it can rain like on your wedding day like in this vision that you had but that's like a risk that you take like i already am in my head like preparing for that in my head i'm like because when you have a wedding outside no matter where you are i live in florida let me tell you like afternoon showers in florida are a thing so like right. there's you have there's so much that you can't control and this is going to sound cliche, but at the end of the day, I was like, I'm going to be in Mexico with my favorite people in the world, marrying like the man of my dreams. Like, I'm pretty sure as long as we have a place to stay, we'll figure it out. And like, it's also the support that you have. You know, I had your guys' support. I had my friends being like, we don't care where you send us. As long as we have the beach and a pool and a drink in our hand, we will be just fine. And you're right. It, I, what you just said is so true. It is the mindset. And, you know, I had a lot of e uh, brides emailing me during that two-week period and when I would kind of like eventually like tell them what was going on and you know they're they're I don't want to say complaining but like worried about all these little things and then they hear my story and they're like wait a second like how are you being so positive like it kind of puts it into perspective like us travel agents we are practical people like there's no there's no sense in like crying over they like just no. do what needs to be done absolutely absolutely it's so true so yeah, it's no. one of those, like you said, it's the one percent. But I just laugh because I'm like, obviously, as we all know, I went through the destination wedding process before and I was like, I love this. I can be able to tell my brides that like I've been in your shoes before. Like I know how this process works from A to Z. Now I'm like, all right, I got you. One up you. I can deal with the process <laughs> and a disaster and know how to move your room block and I will take care of you. <laughs> Sorry, you've really gone through all all areas that, and you know it's, it's super helpful and it's only going to help you help your clients. Yeah, you know, it's absolutely. going to help you help your rides and help your couples guide them through these situations when they happen. Um, you know, I, and you know we all hope and pray that these situations don't happen. Right. You know, I mean, you know, no, no, you know, fires happen. You know, um, things, you know, things happen. I mean. It, it sucks, um, but, you know, the, the better, you know, we can, you know, okay, let's, let's come up with a resolution. Right. Um, and present the options and, you know, let the, let the guests figure out what they want to do, uh, you know, but even from the bride standpoint, coming into it, it's all about the attitude yes. and, and how your mindset when you go into it. Because, um, you know, love is blind is going to come and steal your freaking resort from you. Uh, <laughs> which, by the way, actually, if anybody... If anybody knows a, a, a reality TV show that took place at Iberostar Punta Mita, 
want to make that. I want to know which one that was because that's the one that stole the, stole it from my couple. So um, <laughs> that's really so, funny. Tell me, tell me what show took place there because I'm not I'm down with what shows are taking place. What's crazy though is the fact that it took up a whole resort. Like I feel like when Love Is Blind was filmed, like they had such small areas. I feel like they probably blocked off, but maybe they do take over the whole resort. Destination wedding disasters, do they happen? Yes. Is it very infrequent? Yes. So have no fear. We will take care of you. But, you know, like I said, now we're all in a position, thanks to this, that we can help our clients better. And then when this stuff hits our desk, we're just like, eh, no big deal. And they're done that. Yeah, exactly. And then we can, you know, exude this confidence and like, we'll take care of it. No problem. Oh, this is nothing. You know, like, oh, back in 2020. Well, like, you know, now we just have this confidence that we can handle anything that that hits our, our desk. So I couldn't agree more. Well, I think that basically concludes this episode. Wait, 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 wait. We've got two truths and a lie. I know. <laughs> She's like, that's what I'm I'll getting to, James. <laughs> all right, James, you want to go first? What, what just repeat it all again and tell me your oh god i gotta remember what i said play the trumpet like avidly or something and then you painted in the white house and then tiger woods has yelled yes. at you okay i think number one is a lie and i think number two and three are true you're right yes! <laughs> go me james go did me. play the trumpet but not avidly. <laughs> oh, I was told by my fourth grade trumpet teacher, my music teacher, yeah. that I was boring to play the trumpet. Okay. Also, I it was not that far off for me. And now he's the travel agent that owns the company. <laughs> <laughs> close. We're close. Okay. Lori, Lori, what were yours? I play the piano. I taught in college and I met Paris Hilton. I think that number three is a lot. No, I did meet Paris Hilton. So, okay, you know what's funny? That was going to be my first one, but I'm like, I definitely picture you playing a piano, and then I was like, I was going to say number two was a lie, because I'm like, but you've never told me that, but did you? You teach in college? Yeah, I used to teach at the community college level. So no piano. I have always wanted to play the piano, but never <laughs> have, so that is why. And I met Paris Hilton years ago when she was shooting the um, that Simple Life reality show. Yes. She was yep, in town and... I happen to be working at the hair salon where she came through. Okay, okay. So no piano, but wants to play piano. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right, Taylor. Yours was I don't like te- I don't like tequila. You play basketball. I don't like tequila, and I can't remember your third one. I've never been to Europe. I want to say never been to Europe is the lie. I would say the same thing. Guys, do you not remember what we started off the show with? I was drinking a margarita. I love tequila. <laughs> I know. Um, I've never, I've never, no, that's, I said I don't like tequila. That's my lie. Oh, oh <laughs> damn it, it's yes, screwed it up. I didn't understand it. And I know that James, you definitely would have known that the tequila one was a lie. Um, So, no, yeah. I've never been to Europe. I have never been to Europe. So, yep, we're going to Greece yeah. in September. Well, you guys need to get a trip planned. I know, seriously. <laughs> that was good. All right, well, that's all the time we have here. Thank you all so much for joining us. You can find more about us on beallinclusive.net or beallinclusive on Instagram. Taylor, Vibe Travel at Vibe Travel on Instagram. I don't think you're on anything else. Nope. Just on Instagram? Yep. 
Um, that's all we have time for. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back next week or next month. We don't really know. Uh, with more destination wedding tips and tricks. Thanks so much. It's always sunny down in Mexico. The sun gets high.